0: Whether you've been practicing for a week or whether you've been practicing for many years, if you're like me, Zen can make your head hurt.
1: We've left the monks outside of the room and we've locked the door. It's time for us, members of the Sangha, to get together and just talk about life in the Dharma. Welcome to Voices of the Sangha. This is Juan Rim. And this is
0: Deji. Join us each show as members of Dharma Gate Zen talk about living life with the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. So, I've got to be honest, y'all. I feel lousy. <laughs> the season is changing, and I feel like
1: I've come down with a cold. My head has stopped up. The other day, I hurt my back,
0: and my sciatic nerve feels like it's acting up. And I'm just curious if the practice actually can um, change how you deal with or perceive
1: Pain and and physical illness. When everything is going right, you're good spirits, you're wondering why isn't everybody else happy? You know, and sometimes mm-hmm. I think some of that conversation that you're leading towards is, you know, how I'm I'm in a good place, I'm, you know, meditating, everything is good. What's their problem? And we mm-hmm. don't we, we don't understand what their problem or even really thinking, look, they may be in pain. Mm-hmm. And that's a really hard thing to get through. Uh, my experience is, yes, it can help, but is it all roses? Absolutely not, and obviously it depends on you know, what, what that pain is, and, and we all have, I think as you mentioned before, before we started, okay. a relationship with pain, and how are you dealing with that relationship, and I think some people deal better than others. What have you heard? Um.
2: <laughs> You're putting me on this spot here Yes I am <laughs> and I only brought it up because other people talk about Having a relationship with their pain mm-hmm. and, and probably it's, it's their changing of expectations I mean if, if I am If I am not well I'm going to be grumpy because I'm going to put my foot down And say I'm not doing another thing Until this problem is taken care of Which is I hurt Right. <laughs> and I got to get out of that me focus I have to say, no, we're just going to keep plodding along. right? Um, and so meditation is good for that because it's about changing your thoughts. Okay. Uh, and I, I admit, I am not uh, going directly to uh, the Four Noble Truths and saying that, oh, right, this is expected discomfort. Yeah. <laughs> this is just me applying life lessons and reminding myself that it's not going to make things better <laughs> to, to
1: throw a tantrum in my own head that I don't feel good mm-hmm.
2: I just have to accept it
1: so. you know you really go the other way you know the person who everything is going well why isn't everybody feeling great and the person who's in pain what's everybody's problem you know mm-hmm. why, why aren't they in pain or understand my pain and you know have mm-hmm. sympathy or why is that person in my way I mean again it's all up in the head and how you approach it and move forward doesn't mean the pain's not there mm-hmm. but I think that outlook element
3: can play a role in mm-hmm. some way. I mean, any experience related to that? Well, I, I think you're absolutely right because if you go into a, a hospital where there's some chronically ill people you know, who are repeatedly going back in for whatever treatment and it's really not going to cure them. It's just going to reduce some of their suffering. You'll see two kinds of people, really. Mm-hmm. You know, folks who are really angry about it who are just beside themselves about it. And then there's other folks who have just kind of accepted the fact that they have this chronic illness right? and they're going to get whatever relief they can. They're going to push on and they're going to welcome the treatment and get through the day, you know? And both of those people are probably headed for the same inevitable fate, but the path they're on is so different because some, some people will push against that, you know, you know, I'm a victim. Why did this happen to me? Everything is terrible. And then other people are saying, "Well, I'm still alive. Yeah. You know, I can still experience this stuff." And I think it's that second case that we try to find in meditation and in practice because you know you don't have to be violently sick. You can have a headache mm. and still get. Taken off your your game, yeah, and it's how much you allow that to ruin your attitude, and how much it, it tests your your practice. But it does
1: test your practice. I mean, j- when you are in pain, it's it's like just let's make it all flowers now, and you know it really does take practice to do that. Now, uh, Joe says Deji should be you know singing the glory of. <laughs> 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 no, I am just kidding. No. I just I didn't mean to throw in your books. No, and, uh, because you are in pain. Obviously, you 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 can you can we can see it. Here. So let's hear it from somebody who's going through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do like the the word relationship.
0: So um, I know that there's a line, and I can't remember. I'm blanking on you know where it comes from. You know, with, in some teaching, the Buddha says something like, you know, this is not my body, this is not my pain, and in a way, not taking ownership. I think of. Um, these um, difficulties, these challenges, these physical and otherwise difficulties and challenges, um, and relating to them in a different way, like there it is, there is suffering, there is pain. Um, And it does kind of change your relationship to that feeling, that sensation. Um, I remember um, going... on a retreat, uh, one winter here in Michigan and part of, um, the retreat involved walking meditation and outside it was 28 degrees and it was nighttime. And I was really, my physical approach to the frigid temperature was to recoil, to kind of um, tighten up and, and 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 try and push it away. And I remember having this moment where I just kind of relaxed into it. And somehow that seemed to alter my whole being in the frigid temperature. I'm not sure what that was about, but I think that there was a lesson there about... Um, changing the relationship to the surroundings so that i'm not trying so hard to push it away but rather to lean into it even
1: maybe embrace it rather than fighting it yeah kind of just it is what it is the cold's going to be there anyway Mm -hmm. you can fight it or you can embrace it Uh, maybe even appreciate it Mm -hmm. i mean Sometimes tough to do. Mm-hmm. Um, even maybe even appreciating the pain. I know that that's that's, wrong time to say yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the pain. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to approach it. But usually, I would think I don't know based on my experience, and that's all I have is you know fighting it always seems to make it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, fi- mm-hmm. I mean. Doesn't mean you try to find maybe a little aspirin once in a while to help something, you know. Yes. But um, but yeah, you know, I, I think that I think the more I fight stuff like that, the more um, it, it becomes a negative within my life. That's what I found. Um, you know, maybe there are times you need to fight it. I don't know. Maybe there's a good argument for that. Um, but I think you made a good point. I think that experience was a good example of what it can be. Um, Depending on the situation, I guess.
2: Well, go Go ahead. ahead. Yeah, no, our
1: our memory is 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 a funny
2: thing because it's it's not about what we feel at the moment. It's what we remember that we felt. It's like Mm. how long have I felt this, Mm. or how much longer am I going to feel this? Mm. Um, And so, if I separate out the, the memories, I mean. Um there are there are I've been I've been ill and you know you're waiting for medicine to take a factor, there's just med- nothing medicine's gonna do. Just deep breathing is my way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Because it gives my mind something to focus and I stop thinking about the past
1: or the future. Yeah. And then the sensation just isn't so bad. Wow, that that's some really nice insight in terms of why maybe meditation works mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. How much longer is this pain going to be here? Mm-hmm. What? How long have I been suffering? And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people focus on how long I've been suffering, mm-hmm. you know, and then yeah. put it on their shoulder and walk through life. Mm-hmm. And if you just, and, and I, and if I think back when I've been in situations mm-hmm. where I've been maybe really like the flu, you know, yes. really bad, yes. like uh, mm-hmm. who knows, every minute is an hour and. Mm-hmm. But but when I stopped and I just kind of p- focused on my breathing and focus and focus on something else rather than mm-hmm. what all that was going on didn't take everything away but it certainly lessened it mm-hmm. and then I'd even find moments of time where mm-hmm. I'm like oh everything is okay everything oh oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did have a moment or two that yeah. everything was okay mm-hmm. but then I started thinking about it too much again which is also <laughs> kind of normal yeah. that's a, that was a great insight thank yeah. you for sharing that you're welcome.
3: Well, there's. I think there's two layers to suffering. There's the physical suffering, and there's the psychic suffering, mm, as, I you, as yeah. you guys were talking about. And I think it's that anticipation of continuing suffering, or the onset of suffering, that really harms us in our minds mm. because we become focused on that. You know, we go down that that rabbit hole, mm. and it makes the suffering or the pain that's real intensified. Right. Because we're 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 telling ourselves this is really gonna hurt. I really don't like this. Why am I here? And you're just taking yourself further and further away from that tipping point when you start to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean we know that life is all about change. Mm. So I mean there was a time when I had food poisoning mm-hmm. and I thought I might die. Mm. Yeah. And you know, that's pretty awful. But what I kept thinking is, is this the moment when I'm starting to feel better? Or is this the moment when I'm starting (laughs) to feel better? (laughs) And I stayed in that mindset. Instead of saying, is this the moment I get worse? (laughs) Is this the moment I'm going to, you know, die? I just kept thinking, is this the moment I, yeah, I maybe feel a little better. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, (laughs) you know, and I, you just push on through it. Yeah. So, I think there's that other component to suffering. You know, it's what you're telling yourself about Mm -hmm. it. Because our ability to endure pain is vast. Yeah. Talk to people who have chronic illnesses, and it's amazing. What what people can live with. But that's because they start each day telling themselves something. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to push through this. I'm not going to be consumed by it. Mm -hmm. And that's when you realize the power of your mind. Yeah. And and why meditation is such a a resource. Mm you reminded me of a time kind
1: of similar. I don't know if it was a flu, it was a virus, some sort, but it was powerful. It was the sickest I've ever been in that way. And it was like a routine, you know, I, you know, I won't go into details, but the routine was about 20 minutes long of no. just, uh, and oh my God. And, and after like four hours of this, I, I'm just like, this is an amazing virus. I'm in awe of how powerful this uh, this virus and what it's doing to me. And this regiment that is putting me through is—I mean, really—I mean, the next day after I was ba- I was laying there after the whole night of this, and I and I even said that to Wan Chian, like I am in awe of what just happened to me. <laughs> and sometimes you just need to be. It, it is a—it uh, is amazing. Mm.
0: Well, I was thinking, um, too, about Jerry, what you said about folks who have chronic illness, uh, in your earlier comment and, um, the thought too, that this pain might not go away for some people. Um, and can there be some freedom even with the knowledge that the pain won't go away and will inevitably, um, you know, um end when, when, when the biological body ends. Um, and obviously then, um, it becomes vital to develop a different kind of relationship to one's illness. Um, I think, um, you know, on, on a similar note, though, obviously not, not comparable in a substantive or quantitative way. Um, We've all had periods of depression or um, significant loss
1: in our lives. And it can feel like this is never going to go away. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be
0: able to find some kind of ease, some kind of liberation within that period um, can be a lesson. And maybe in some small ways, you know, like you said, Juan Rim. Um, The meditation practice can teach us something about living within um, discomfort, living within um, sickness, uh, loss, and um, pain. Um, Living in that and with that is made more peaceful,
2: at the very least, if not still challenging. Okay, so another classic topic of Zen is aging and death. Yeah, and so I was visiting someone in a nursing home or a retirement community on Friday, and they had a program. And the guy giving the program told a story. He had met someone who was a hundred and eleven years old. Oh wow! Who was living in Michigan, and he he came home and he told his own mother, uh, who was in her seventies, this story of that I met this this woman who was this old and she lived all these years and. Um, I think he made some comment about that—that that to his mother about that—that that she shouldn't complain uh, about being tired because there's this woman who's lived. So he, he calculated it was like 26 years old, longer than his mother had, and his mother had replied, "But I don't want to live that, that yeah. old." Um, and I was thinking to myself, why? Why would someone think that way? Was were they so worn out from life? Was. Was being at the age they'd already gotten to so tiring and painful and whatnot that they didn't really want to continue living very long and were actually looking forward mm-hmm. to the end of their life. And
1: so that kind of the, our
2: earlier talk about yeah. dealing with pain right. kind of brought that to my to my mind.
1: Well, I'm sure a lot of it depends on the life and where they are, you know, in life mm-hmm. and how they've approached life. You know, mm-hmm. there are people who have been bitter. I, I've had relatives who you know what the last 10 years you're wondering why because Mm -hmm. you know they're Mm -hmm. blind they're deaf they're Mm -hmm. very unhappy stuck in a home Mm -hmm. and they lasted Mm -hmm. another 10 years Mm -hmm. and he's like wow you know why Mm -hmm. (laughs) who knows and Mm -hmm. there are some people who just you know smoke drink and live to 96 (laughs) (laughs) and there are some people who died of a heart attack who Mm -hmm. seem to be as they were jogging Mm -hmm. you know at 55 so Mm -hmm. You know, everybody is at a different spot, I guess. Um, But, you know, it's a good point to think about. You know, why would somebody say that? And I'm sure their life experience is is a big
3: part of it. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts? Well, when you talk to people about aging, and you mention some person who's lived a long time, whoever that is, and the person who hears that is significantly younger, maybe younger by 20, 30, whatever years, that comment, well, I don't want to live that long, mm-hmm. is pretty common, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you're patient and you wait twenty years, and that person who said that is now twenty years older, yeah, they're not ready to go. Yeah, even yeah. though they're much <laughs> closer to that age that they said was like a ridiculous age mm-hmm. to be. Right, and it's because of empathy or lack of. Yeah, they couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. you know what any what use anybody would be at that age yeah right. right so so it's a concept yeah. you know until it's reality mm-hmm. you know when you uh,
1: how many people have said i can't believe i made it to 25 or 30 or 50 <laughs> and, uh, wow i never thought i'd make it this old huh. and then you realize oh Hey, brain's right. about the same, you know. Yeah. I mean, I can't, may not be able to do as many things, but, you know, I'm still
3: yeah. a young 18-year-old in this yeah. in this body. Right. So a lot of it's about self-image, yeah. who you think you are, you know, mm-hmm. what age do you think you might be, because the years are just a score. Right. You know, it's it's where, where's your head at, you know, and, and physically, too. I mean, some people break down to a point where, Suffering, which is what we're talking about, becomes so pronounced that they welcome some kind of eternal rest. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of other people, I think it's just, they have this notion of themselves and they hear about someone who's significantly older and they say, well, that can't be me, Mm -hmm. you know, ever. And then one day they look in the mirror and they're like, wow, Mm -hmm. that is me. Mm -hmm. You know, and and how do they deal with that? I don't know. Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. But I think... Part of it is that, too. You know, you can't imagine it. It's like, oh, that can't be me. Because this notion I have of myself is yeah,
1: somebody and, else. And that, and that also can go to the whole pain conversation, too. Just back to the sometimes mm-hmm. not having the empathy for other people who are in pain. Or even empathy for people who are not in pain. I mean, you're in pain, so they must, be, you know, they have to suffer, too. And, mm-hmm. and not sitting back saying, no, I don't have to ruin their day. So mm-hmm. you know, I can mm-hmm. still add something to this world. And if I'm going to take my pain and take it out into the world, I'm not adding something good. I can, you know, the, the silent suffering. I guess mm-hmm. in a way of just working through yourself, and right. but still bring something great to the world. Yes.
3: you, you still have that option. You have yes. that choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you you you're talking about nursing homes and assisted living and places like that? More and more, those places are finding that when they bring children. Mm -hmm. into those places. Mm -hmm. It has a calming and rejuvenating effect on the residents. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. they have forgotten that lifestyle, that mentality. Uh, You know, mm -hmm. they're just sitting there and reflecting and, you know, the good Mm -hmm. old days and today isn't so great, you know, and today's generation doesn't understand. You know, this the same stuff you hear. But they bring children in and suddenly they see them remembering to play and be imaginative and creative and, you know, not limited by all their memories. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it's, it's helpful. Yeah.
2: And, uh, I mean, just important in terms of transitions. I mean, what, what we're able to do today is, is not what we're going to be. We may not be able to do it tomorrow, but we have to find other things. I mean, to, to look at, in this community that I was visiting, um, they do have their own resident council and they do plan their own activities. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just helping out your neighbor, yeah. uh, right. everyone is, is there in this particular location because they can't live independently anymore. But that, what that means is different for each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what each of them needs is different. So what each person is able to contribute
3: mm-hmm.
2: is different. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's inspiring. Yeah, to see people yeah. adapt.
1: There's, um, yeah, of course, there's yeah. half, a lot of sad stories, but yeah. those yeah. those teach a lesson as well. I think Dejo's on a roll. The word adapt this time. Good mm. job. Yes. That's right. No matter what the situation, mm. you're just going to have to adapt. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. How you do? How you? How you adapt is up to you. Yes. Karma and intention. I love it. <laughs> nice.